Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Nerd Out Sanctuary, the podcast. I'm your host, Michael. It's been uh, quite a long time <laughs> since the last time I did this. I think we were on episode number 26. This is episode number 26. So yeah, I think it's been since July or August since I did one of these. And uh, just right off the bat, um, guys, uh, I'm really sorry that I haven't been posting podcasts um, on the podcast platforms and being on YouTube. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. It was just, you know, it was just kind of a crazy second half to the year. I started working like pretty much 60, 70 hours a week and I just... I one I didn't have a lot of time and I just didn't have too much motivation to do these cuz these take a decent amount of time to do but um you know I'm off right now for the winter and probably not going to go back until maybe like middle of March so I'm going to be I'm going to start this back up like I did when I did start this back in I think January of 2020 so uh yeah I'm going to be doing this hopefully a little bit more regularly maybe Again, get back to my like weekly schedule of like putting out one episode a week. Now, don't expect this episode to be anything quite substantial because I mean, I, I this is just kind of me like kind of I don't know warming up a little bit. I'm um, just trying to get back to it. Um, I'm gonna see how the lighting is. The lighting might be shit. I don't know. I, I'm still kind of trying to figure this out. I'm back to my old set now. Um, I'm back home. I moved out of my shitty-ass apartment. I mean, I'm sure you guys know how much I didn't really like that apartment too much. But, um, yeah, hopefully this set's a little bit better, a little bit more exciting, something a little bit more to uh, for you guys to look at. I'm just probably I might put something back here. I don't know. Um, I, uh, also, just some, some changes that you're going to be seeing on the channel. I'm not going to be uploading full versions of my podcast on YouTube. On YouTube are just going to be clips because no one really watches the whole episode. But I mean, th these are still going to be uploaded to your the podcast platforms. You can still listen to the entire episode it, as you wish because you won't you won't miss anything that way. But um yeah, I'm not it, it takes way too much time to upload a whole hour, hour and a half video to YouTube. It takes fucking forever. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to swear as much either. It's another thing I'm going to try to change. It's going to be really hard. I don't know. I might punish myself somehow. It, you know, like the more I swear on here. I don't know. We'll see. A swear counter or something like that. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, it just... No one really watched them, so I don't, I don't know why I would do that. But I will still put clips of like, you know movie review like just reviews lists discussion videos on the channel so you pretty much will be able to watch the entire podcast on the channel it's just it'll just be broken up in separate videos so i will appreciate you guys subscribing over there liking the videos it's a huge help obviously i mean every fucking youtuber says that so they're me swearing again got some coffee it's the morning i think it's well yeah it's 10 a.m right now Hey guys, it's it's early for me, okay? I mean, I'm not working right now. All right, this is my work. I mean, this this is my work right now. I mean, I'm still getting paid, but I mean, because I worked a lot during the summer, you know. I, I I paid my dues. I paid my unemployment already, okay? I worked like fucking. I worked like 75 hours one week. It was pretty. It was pretty awful. It was kind of an awful time, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so 
yeah, I have a lot of free time right now, so I'm going to be continuing doing these. Um, I already kind of have ideas for the next episode, episode 27, but let's just get into this episode and we'll, you know, come back to this discussion at the end of the episode. I got a couple of topics and one to come, you know, come back from other episodes that uh, I think a lot of people enjoy, uh, some people enjoy. But starting off, we got to talk about the big, huge catastrophe that happened on the internet on whatever, what was it, December 18th, maybe? I don't know when the fucking game was released, 20th to December 20th. We're talking Cyberpunk 2077. I mean, I can't say anything new that hasn't already been said about this game. I mean, we were all scammed. I mean, scam's kind of a harsh word because we kind of saw what was coming. Uh, I mean, when you're trying to release a game on, I, I mean, how many platforms was it trying to release? You got PC ps5 ps4 ps4 pro xbox one xbox series x xbox whatever wh whatever the new xbox who, who cares and then you got stadia as well i don't know what that's like eight platforms <laughs> like i mean come on now like that's insane plus the game of this scale how much it was hyped up i mean it could only let us down plus in a year like 2020 i mean come on like we we probably saw it coming i think we were all kind of ignorant i mean i was the same boat i pre-ordered the game you know like i'm sure you you everyone did you know we thought oh cd project red they're gonna nail this this game's gonna be like the greatest thing since sliced bread and it, uh when you know you turn it on because i have a base ps4 when i got when i downloaded the game and i turned it on i was like oh well everyone looks like a fucking thumb from spy kids so this is shit <laughs> so i mean yeah, I didn't. I played maybe like an hour and a half of the game, and then I was like, I can't do this. I just, I just can't do this. I can't play this in this state. I just, I just can't do it. Cause I, I thought the game was actually a really solid game. It was just, I just heard about all the bugs, and then I looked at the graphics. I'm like, this is just not the way to experience the game. And then the more and more people play it on PC and the next gen consoles, the more they say, well, the bugs are. No different on the next-gen consoles and the PC, so that still needs fixed. Plus, there's missing features that they just straight-up lied, lied about, like the whole Mantis Blades climbing up on the walls. That's not in the game. I'm sure there's a bunch of other—there's a huge plethora of features that they told us that were going to be in the game that haven't been in the game. I watched some videos where there's police officers spawning right behind you whenever, like, you get into trouble, which is stupid and unrealistic. I don't—I mean, like— I know there was, like, a picture posted online of a developer with, like, 175 hours. In your 175-hour fucking playthrough, did you not experience all the shit that these players have been experiencing online, that have been posting online, and you thought it was an ex it was an acceptable state to release? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people at CD Projekt Red probably thought it wasn't, but, you know, the studio, um, like, the studio heads and the corporate, you know big wigs were like no we're gonna release the game we need to start seeing a return off on this like what eight year development game that has probably cost them millions maybe i don't know how much money it costs them probably i mean a lot of money something i probably could find out online but i'm just too lazy to look it up right now this is what you get on this channel me being lazy shit but anyway i mean they straight up just lied to lied to us i remember a quote from i don't know 
from someone in like some like stockholders meeting or whatever. I think it was it was CD Projects CD Project Red CEO um, told the stockholders that I don't know I, I don't know if it was a stockholders meeting, but the quote went around the internet saying that the game ran surprisingly well on current gen consoles. That means the base PS4, PS4 Pro, the base Xbox One, and the Xbox One Series X or whatever the ps4 pro i I don't i don't own an xbox okay so get off my ass the sort of like hat like the xbox one and a half or whatever the hell it is ran surprisingly well and i mean my brother has a ps4 pro he got it i have a base ps4 and they they're both run like ass like like they're they're terrible I mean, it looks like, you know, they, everyone just looks like a potato. It, it, it's literally Potato 2077. Cyber Potato 2077. Make it so. I mean, come on. Like, it, it just, it's, I mean, it stinks. But, I mean, we all should have, like, saw it. We sh all should have saw it coming. I mean, the, the amount the game was hyped up and the year <laughs> 2020 has been. I mean, video games have been disappointing left and right. I mean, look at The Last of Us Part Two, which I I don't think is it's it's not a terrible game at all. I just think you know the gameplay kind of contradicts with the story they're trying to tell, and the story they're trying to tell could have been told in a different, more efficient and enjoyable way. But whatever. This is not a discussion about The Last of Us Two. We're moving on from that. We're talking Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Now I don't know anything about the story. I heard the story is pretty great, and the characters are really good. And the writing's pretty great. And I mean, I, I played some of the gameplay, and the gunplay was actually kind of cool. And I was like, oh, this this is hard. This is difficult. I like this. It seems a little bit, I don't know. It was I was surprised because it's CD Projekt Red, and I don't know if they've made a shooter before. So I think this might have been their first time. But um, And like some certain things, like the driving mechanics could have been fixed, like because that was really crappy when I tried it. You know, the police. Thing. I mean, some th some of these things can be fixed. So let's try to look at a little bit of the brighter side. Like, can CD Projekt Red, like, um, like uh, pull a No Man's Sky, um, and like actually over time make the game that they initially promised they were gonna make? Now, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, I mean, if there was a studio to do it, I think, um, CD Projekt Red would probably be the ones to do it. I mean, The Witcher 3 supposedly had a, a crap ton of bugs on release and they got patched out. And The Witcher 3 is still one of the best games I've ever played. I mean, I, I literally, right after I, like deleted twi uh, Cyberpunk twenty and seventy seven off of my PS four. I installed The Witcher three again to like to go back and play it, and I'm I'm playing it right now, and that game is still amazing, and it's pretty pretty polished. So I'm I don't know. I think the bugs, the whole bug issue, will be ironed out a little bit, and the missing features hopefully will be put back in the game. Now I I don't want them to be talking about freaking free dlc at this point i don't don't give me free dlc give me the fucking game that you initially promised you know I, it's just it just it stinks because cd project red was supposed to be like the one like they were the chosen one to like make really good games and not shit on the actual player base and the people that actually buy their products but it turns out they're just the same as ea or any other 
um, video game studio. So that that's the most disappointing thing out of this whole cyberpunk fiasco is that they're just the same as everyone else. And they, you know, it's, I mean, I get it. It's all about money. You're running a business and I'm sure you were losing a lot of money just delaying this game over and over again. But the game needed another another year. And like, this is what happens. I mean, like you didn't make, you probably didn't make money on the game now. You know, like you initially made a, a crap ton of money with the whole 8 million sales on day one. Like that's a lot of games sold. But I mean, like how many of those were refunded? You know, your your game got taken off the Sony's PlayStation store and now you're going to be suing them and you're going to be racking up legal fees because you're going to be suing Sony. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. It's just this is what happens when you release a game that's not finished and is that is, that you hyped up yourself, you know, in an advert, like I think last year, you know, they released a gameplay that that hour long gameplay footage. And at the end, it's like, oh, release date whenever it's ready. Well, you released it and it's not fucking ready. So I don't know. It stinks. I mean, it could be wishful thinking that they might pull this the whole game out of their ass and like try to fix it but i don't know i'm i i believe they can and i really hope they do because i've been really looking forward to this game and it's really it really kind of sucks for me because i have all this goddamn free time right now and i was like oh man cyberpunk 2077 is coming out in december dude that's all i'm gonna need to do like screw everything else man you know i'm just gonna be playing cyberpunk the whole the whole time i'm laid off Nope, I guess not. Fuck that. Find something else to do with yourself, Mike. I guess you better just jerk off the whole time now. I'm so vulgar. Why why do you watch this? I'm so horrible. <laughs> but uh and anyway, yeah, it's it it kind of stinks, but I don't know. I like I said, I'm I'm hopeful I'm hopeful that they'll, you know, uh they'll pull together i know there's these big updates coming out in january and february i mean i don't really think that's gonna be fixing the underlying issue of the missing features they might fix fix a lot of bugs and like game breaking shit that you know your your game crashes or your, your saves get corrupted jesus christ oh my gosh i mean i even saw something that you know game developers don't even like want you to play the game like too much you know don't play the game more than like 90 hours or something where your game will get corrupted and it's like what wait wait, what you're telling me not to play your game the way you designed it that doesn't make any sense but whatever i mean so it's this whole shitty situation and it's exhausting to talk about it so we'll just leave it that i hope they pull it together and make good on their word and, you know, provide free DLC, fix the goddamn game that you initially wanted to put out. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077, get your goddamn act together. All right, so moving on to our second topic of the day. We're at, what, like 15 and a half minutes? Okay. I mean, again, guys, this might be a shorter episode here. I don't know. I don't know how the next two um, topics are going to go, and I also want to expand on what we're going to be doing on this channel for a little bit at the end here, but take a little sip of my my coffee, my Michael Baker coffee. 
But anyway, second topic. I know this kind of ended like what like 2 weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I don't know, but we got to talk about the Mandalorian season 2. Um I talked about I think the Mandalorian my very first episode and I don't know if it was the Mandalorian the, my very first episode or not. But I talked Star Wars my very first episode and I it was a huge rant and then it was a shitty quality, it was a shitty episode, but it was my very first one. I mean, what what can you say? And this is my first one coming back, so this is probably shitty as well. But anyway, Mandalorian Season 2, I thought was pretty awesome. It was really great. I mean, I kind of have similar opinions about it than Mandalorian Season 1. Sorry, I guess my, I think my chair keeps squeaking on the my thing back there. But anyway, hope you're, you're not picking that up on the, on the mic. But anyway, yeah, I have similar opinions about season two then to season one because they're pretty much a little bit the same i mean it's just like you kind of have to take the mandalorian you know as it is is like an adventure of the week type of story you know not too many interesting characters are brought in like you know characters are brought in and then they're gone and they don't show up again ever or for a long time (laughs) which kind of stinks because it's like it makes me not really get invested in the story um, but I think the effects, um, the way it looks, the costume design, the practical effects, and the world building really just make you enjoy the show. And it puts you in the Star Wars universe. It engrosses you, it immerses you in the Star Wars universe. And that is something the new Disney Star Wars films lacks heavily, I think. I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't lack the effects and the practical effects and the costume design, the makeup and all that stuff. The technical stuff they got down because they have a fuck ton of money. I mean, they should. That's expected. But what they don't have, I think, is proper world building. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm burping here and that's the coffee. Um, Proper world building and interesting characters. Um, and I don't really think they have too many interesting characters in The Mandalorian, other than Mando himself, The Mandalorian himself. I really like him, but again, it's also pretty much just Pedro Pascal. Like, I just know I really like him, and I know he's him, so it's like, oh, well, I like you then, because you don't really know anything about him. He doesn't have any, like, distinct characteristics other than he's just a badass. Like, that's his distinct characteristic. He's just a badass. Like an indestructible badass, <laughs> you know, like he wears armor that can deflect lightsabers. Like, I mean, like he's indestructible and he kills everything, <laughs> you know, he, that's that's him. That is the Mandalorian. But what makes it interesting is the relationship he has with Baby Yoda or with Grogu. I'm not calling him Grogu. He's Baby Yoda forever. Stop. Stop it, Mandalorian. Sorry, these are, might have a little bit of spoilers in it. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to keep them out, but. I should have put a disclaimer right at the start of this discussion, but, you know, again, I'm new, still, <laughs> after a whole a whole year of doing this, well, half a year, and then took a half a year off, clearly. But anyway, back to The Mandalorian. I will say um, the ending, especially the last three episodes of the season, were really awesome, and I had a really great time watching it. <clears throat> um especially the last episode. I mean, I thought they were going to do something interesting with the villain, um, Moff Gideon, or, you know, Gus Frayn from Breaking Bad. Um, I I thought they were actually going to do something really interesting with him, and then they just kind of reverted. It's like, oh, no, he's just like a basic villain, 
which I was kind of disappointed about, disappointed with. I was like, oh man, they could have done something really cool there, but I guess, you know, you still need to have the main villain of the story, I guess, whatever. But I thought the very end of the season was very emotional, and it got me, and I was like, this is the first time I got, well, not the first time I got emotional with Disney Star Wars. I thought the last three episodes of the last season of Clone Wars was perfect. I think it's the best Star Wars Star Wars has been since the original trilogy. I, I'm talking TV and um, TV and movies, not video games, because then you would have to get into the Knights of Old Republic and all that whole shit, but anyway, yes, um, the, the last three episodes of Clone Wars was incredibly emotional, and the last episode of The Mandalorian, a specific one moment, like the ending moment, was incredibly emotional, and it got me, and I think it got everyone, but, um, it kind of, like, sums up the whole story now, though, you know, I'm kind of concerned that, I mean, lack for a better description, I feel like the Mandalorian kind of blew their load pretty early now. And it's like, well, I don't really need to see another season of this show. Like, what are they going to do? Like, go back to Mandalorian? I mean, that would be cool. I, I, I mean, I'll watch it. But, like, you got to give me interesting characters. Like, you got to give me some backstory on on Mando and give him some other characteristics other than like yes i get it he's a badass but like can we have something else about his past and like maybe confronting something that he that he's regretted in his past or something dark that he has dealt with i don't know like give me something you know with someone like build another relationship with another character i don't know and another thing that like kind of bothers me about the mandalorian is they always rely on these the the pre-existing characters to come in and like have cameos and like steal the show from the mandalorian like i'm watching the mandalorian for the mandalorian i'm not really watching them for spoiler ahsoka you know or i mean what's what's that other mandalorian mandalorian's name who like originally had that black saber that chick who is actually played by Katie Sackhoff, which I thought was really awesome. You know, Starbuck. I thought that was I thought that was the shit. I was really excited when I saw her in the show. I don't know why she she's not in more things because I think she's awesome. But whatever. It's cool that she's in something Star Wars. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, getting back to the Mandalorian again with my many sidetracks. Um. Yeah. Like I watch it for the Mandalorian. I love him. Like, develop him. Don't bring in these other older characters that have already seen stories of them grow and have character arcs. I'm not here for them. I'm here for the Mandalorian. I want to see his character arc. And he did have one, like being like a surrogate father for Baby Yoda. And that paid off at the end. And I was like, good, you paid that off. You did you did what you needed to do, but I think you might have did it a little bit too early now, because now the emotional center of the show is gone now. Sp another spoiler. <laughs> Sorry. But that, like, the emotional center of that re main relationship between Baby Yoda and, Mandal and the Mandalorian is now gone. So what are we, like, what are you going to do now? Like, where is going to be the heart of the show? Like, going from that, like, I know they're going to be taking a break from 
this show and they're going to be doing this new Boba Fett show, which I, I guess, I mean, I'll watch it, but I mean, I love Boba Fett, but like a whole show based around Boba Fett. And I don't know. I mean, who knows? It could work. I mean, I just, I have doubts and I have doubts that the new, uh, another season of the Mandalorian is going to be any good either. But I mean, again, I'll be there because I love Star Wars. I love being in the universe and I love watching the effects. And that's the things that um, Disney Star Wars does on like an S tier level, you know, like it, it, they do a, an amazing job, like the best job that they could do with the effects and like immersing you in the world. I mean, I mean, excluding the, the new Disney films, I guess, other than like Rogue One, I think Rogue One was really good, but anyway, I still, I'm still, I'm curious about the future of Star Wars, but I'm I'm I have a weird feeling that they're going to continue just to harken back to these older characters that have already been established by better stories and they're just going to bring it bring them in to just kind of bring in more audience members and just to make mo the most money. Like they're in it to make money and not to create good Star Wars stories, which is the thing that I'm really annoyed by. It's like can we can we create some other characters that are actually cool and interesting? I mean, like, you were going to do that in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Like, you established these characters, and I was like, oh, I'm actually interested in Rey and Finn and Poe and Kylo Ren. I'm like, oh, yeah, these characters are kind of cool. I'm really excited to see what they do with them. And then they just, they, they, they discard Finn. They make Poe stupid and irrelevant as well. They make Rey a basic MacGuffin or whatever you would call Mary Sue, which, I mean, it's annoying to describe her that, but I mean, that's what she is. I mean, she's indestructible and she's no interesting characteristics and they kind of make Ben a bitch, which sucks. And he's sort of a badass, but not really. It's like, you can be a badass and not be a whiny bitch at the same time. Like, I don't know. It's just, Again, I don't want to try to rant about the films, but it's just, again, I think Star Wars can be better than Adventure of the Week, you know, type of thing. Like, I love The Mandalorian. I thought Season 2 was great. If you haven't watched The Mandalorian and you're a Star Wars fan, watch it. Do yourself a favor. Watch it. It is really good, but they do rely on, you know, set pieces and nostalgia, like everything else in Star Wars, I guess. Um, rather than character building and story development and all and like important things. But I mean, again, if that doesn't bother you, I mean, I don't, I'm, you probably have watched it. I mean, I feel like everyone and their mothers watched the Mandalorian at this point. I mean, shit, my mom has actually watched the Mandalorian already. So yeah, I mean, I guess it's probably late for me to talk about it, but I don't know. It's just, I think Star Wars can be better than the Mandalorian. I, I has the potential to be way better than The Mandalorian, but it doesn't have to take anything away from The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian was still incredibly enjoyable and is incredibly well done. And that's hats off to Dave Filoni and John Favreau. They do a great job, and all the directors too. They do a great job. So, yeah, I mean, check it out. Um, I just, I'm just, I'm a little concerned about the future of Star Wars still. Um, even though The Mandalorian is a big plus, but. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I could be completely wrong. I can just be concerned over nothing. You know, they could have all these new series that they're going to be releasing 
be awesome. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a future episode. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows if I'll continue doing this. But, I mean, I want to. So. so, moving on to our final topic of the episode. Something that I've been doing every one of my episodes. And that is my top 100, continuing my top 100 films. And then we're going to do the next five. And that's going to be 45 through 41. I think our last film was the, was 46, I believe. Which I honestly forget what... 46 was but uh i guess we can look at that up real quick but um as i keep talking and try to make something up as i uh look it up but uh yeah i mean i, I really enjoy doing this I, I really enjoy um giving you guys um my top 100 i really like you know again promoting some really awesome films as well so um, uh, it doesn't really matter. Who cares? Let's just get into it. But, uh, so number 45, um, we're gonna have, uh, the original Predator film with Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is probably one of the best action movies I have ever seen. Um, I'm pro. I mean, it's not the best action movie ever, but there's an argument to be made that it is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, come on now. Come on, do it. I'm here. Kill me. I'm here. Come on. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's just great. It's filled with amazing one-liners. Stick around. <laughs> I mean, it's it has the Predator, which is incredible great effects for the time. I think it came out in, what, 94, 1994, maybe? Oh, maybe? I don't know. I could be completely wrong about that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I still think Incredible Effects for its time, it stands up right now. Um, when you're, if you watch it right now, the effects stand up. Um, stand up? Is that, is that the, is that the right term? Probably not. I think I might just be putting a foot in my mouth. But anyway, the Predator is still the shit. I mean, it always will be the shit. Um, I mean, iconic film, iconic. Ar Arnie film so I mean like there's really nothing else to say about Predator it's it's Predator go if you haven't watched Predator fucking watch Predator I mean, what, are you, what are you doing with your life I mean come on now so we're moving on to number 44 another Star Wars topic we're talking Star Wars Return of the Jedi this is the third um, installment in the original film trilogy it is my least favorite of the original films but that's not to say it's bad it's awesome it actually for a long time was my favorite one of the three but that was when i was like a kid i mean it's it's definitely a movie geared a little bit more to children i think this is when like george lucas started like eh, yeah star wars is for kids you know you know um putting in ewoks and that whole thing and how stormtroopers get completely owned by a whole tribe of ewoks is kind of unbelievable i don't know why like stormtroopers are like the most useless thing in the world like why do they wear this armor when it can be like broken by rocks like i don't i don't like it's man like that stormtrooper armor has got to be the cheapest fucking material ever it looks like it should they're just wearing plastic <laughs> which is funny and it's like continued in um the Mandalorian. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, The Return of the Jedi is really awesome. It's got great closure to an amazing trilogy of films. The ending is so epic on a grand scale. I love it. Uh, I mean, and it's not all, you know, 
children film type of thing. I mean, you still have the whole confrontation in the throne room at the end with Luke, Vader, and Palpatine, which is so good, and it's perfect. I love it, and I will always love it, and this film is amazing. I mean, it's great, but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to suspend your disbelief. I mean, it's Star Wars. You're going to be suspending your disbelief no matter what, <laughs> but... I mean, I, I still like kind of the whole Ewok thing. I mean, it's just not as enjoyable as a, it once was when I was a, a kid. So that's why it's a little bit um, lower on the top 100, but it's still in the top 100, obviously. I mean, it's a Star Wars film. It's one of the original trilogies, so of course it's going to be on there. So moving on to number 43, we got um, the Disney animated film, the classic Disney animated film, The Lion King, which is, I think looking at my list the other day i'm pretty sure is my favorite disney animated film the classic disney animated film i mean the lion king is i don't know i think it's it's my personal favorite i think it's the best film in general you know it's not it's not too long it's not too short the um, um the music is amazing i mean the voice acting is incredible the animation is can stand well uh, still again stands up today is that the right i don't know i'm i'm I'm, i don't know what i'm doing i never know what i'm doing but the lion king is 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 awesome i mean i think i mean argument could be made that it's probably the greatest animated film ever but i mean that's my personal opinion i really like it a lot um i mean it's the lion king again i feel like everyone has seen it so i mean if you haven't again like Predator, what are you doing with your life? But anyway, so moving on to number 42, we got one of the <clears throat> best ever cosmic horror films of all time. We got John Carpenter's The Thing. The Thing is freaking amazing. I love The Thing. It's probably some of the best practical effects of all time. I mean, we're talking, what, eight, is it? did it come out in the 80s? can't I, I compl- and, and it's probably one of the best remakes of all time as well like it shows me the release date on streaming on Rotten Tomatoes but it doesn't tell me when it actually came out I'm pretty sure it came out 1986 maybe let's look that up I'm really I'm really intrigued because when it came out mainly because the effects of the film are so good 1982 I, I don't know why 86 came into my mind but 19 I mean a movie that came out in 1982 and the effects that it shows and that like the the effects are nightmare fuel like it's insane how good they are and how creepy and gross they are in an awesome way obviously and it has Kurt Russell who's one of my all-time favorite actors ever I love Kurt Russell so much <laughs> sorry about that but uh yeah I mean Again, um, really cool psychological horror as well. Kind of uh, p- playing like a, a guessing game of like who's the thing next. And it's, I don't know, it's a really great, I think it's a really awesome story. It's a scary story. The setting is perfect. Like what in the middle of, I think, Antarctica, right? I, I believe. I haven't watched the thing uh, in a while. But uh, ama- yeah, and, uh, yeah, and it's like a remote like station in Antarctica. So like they're, completely alone dealing with this cosmic alien thing that's taking them over and killing them one by one 
which is so good and it's so suspenseful. There's one particular scene where they're like, where he's like putting fire to some blood and that is one of the most scariest scenes i've ever seen i love that scene that scene is amazing probably one of the best jump scares of all time but uh anyway if you haven't seen the thing it's probably a little bit more obscure than the lion king star wars and predator but um so definitely check the thing out from 1982 one of the best remakes of all time probably the best cosmic whole well I would say Alien, the first Alien movie, is probably the best cosmic horror of all time. But The Thing is a close second, probably. But, again, amazing film. Great Kurt Russell performance. Ambiguous ending, which is really cool. And you got to watch it, like, a little bit carefully and, like, pay attention to... And you kind of you you see it a little bit, like, what the main character is thinking in the last, like, couple moments of the film. So, yeah, The Thing is awesome. I couldn't... I couldn't talk more positive about it. I mean, honestly, I think this this film has the most of like rising in my list over time. Like if I watch it a couple more times, I won't I haven't watched the movie a lot. Um I haven't watched it more than like the past three movies that I've mentioned because but I mean, I do own it now, so I might watch it more. Oh, shit, I might watch it tonight, who knows. And for the last um film of this episode for this uh five of my top 100 we got um the godfather part two now a lot of people are probably gonna like what the hell how is that not in your top 10 it's one of the best films of, uh, ever made and one it's it's better than the first godfather part one and i would kind of disagree i mean i love this film i i mean it's in my top 100 it's in my top 50 i mean it's number 41 on the list it's not like i, I think this is a bad film it's one of my favorite films of all time but I just don't I just don't find myself watching this one as much as Godfather Part 1. I don't know. It's just something about like seeing I guess Michael take like go down this really dark road. It's just so depressing to me. <laughs> but I mean, I I love watching it and I understand it's classic and I love when he goes to Italy. Um I love that so much. And just the character of Michael Corleone and his arc, his character arc throughout the 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 film really develops, and that's where the whole the, all the meat is. But I don't know, just something about the first Godfather movie, which is spoiler alert higher on this list. I just I don't know. I think it's like a a more enjoyable mafia film. I don't know. It's like it's such a hot it's a hot take. His Godfather Part Two is considered to be the best Godfather movie, and I just I don't know. I just I'm. I had it a little times like, oh, yeah, yeah, The Godfather Part Two is the best, you know, Godfather movie. But that was just kind of me, you know, relaying some other popular opinions, you know, because this is referred to as one of the greatest films ever made. And I won't argue that. And it's awesome. I just I just don't find myself watching it as much as the first Godfather film. You know, when I sit down and I want to watch a Godfather film, I watch the first one and I don't watch the second one. And whenever I watch the first one, I don't instantaneously watch the second one. I mean, maybe it's because of the length. They are very long, but I don't know. I just say what you will. I mean, I, I love this film. This film is amazing. I just don't watch it as much as the first one. That's why the first one, again, is higher on the list. But um, yeah, I mean, again, mafia films aren't my favorite genre, but I mean, I love the genre. But uh, yeah, so Godfather Part Two is my favorite. 41st favorite film of all time so still pretty fucking high so get off your i don't know get off your keyboard and stop yelling at me <clears throat> but whatever do what i want it's my fucking list <laughs>
anyway, that's another disclaimer. These these are all my opinion. This is what I forgot to say at the beginning that I usually say. All my opinion. It doesn't mean all these movies have the movie magic like I said. Again, I'm trying to get used to the whole podcasting thing. Again, I should have done this before I said all the films, but whatever. Um, Strictly my opinion. And, you know, I'll mention that again before the films on my next episode. So... That's kind of it for the episode, guys. I mean, we're at a, we're at the forty minute mark, but I still got some things that I want to talk about for the future of this channel. Um, like I said before, um, full episodes will not be posted on YouTube anymore because that's just it's too it takes too much time and it's just it's kind of a waste of time because no one watches them anyway. So just the clips will be uploaded on YouTube, but these full episodes, these full recordings will be uploaded to Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, the major podcast platforms. Honestly, a lot sooner than my um, clips will come up. I'll probably upload this episode, honestly, like right after I I edit the recording and, you know, like put it on my computer i'll probably put it straight up so hopefully um we can look for these like almost like every thursday wednesday thursday friday time hopefully um i don't know i'm trying to do one every week i'll try to do one every week and uh yeah and i'll probably continue doing this when i go back to work hopefully um hopefully i don't get completely bogged down again um but anyway again i have a lot of stuff I want to do during layoff so I picked up a new hobby I started painting war miniatures uh, Warhammer 40k if you're if any of you are familiar it's kind of an awesome thing expensive though an expensive hobby to get into but pretty awesome but anyway yeah um you know look for more of these in the future um you know, I'm going to try to keep these under an hour. I mean, um, future episodes are probably going to be longer than this one. But, uh, um, yeah, this is just my first one back. Um, and I'm just trying to get used to this again. Um, I know a lot of... Um, I got a lot of plans for future episodes. I know Tenant just got released on VOD to, to rent now. So I'll probably review that in my next episode. Um, I know I haven't, I never got to a chance to see it in the theater. I just got, it, it was just a little bit too nervous to go into a theater at that time. I didn't really want to expose myself heavily to people and, uh, I'm probably not going to be going to the movie theater anytime soon either. Cause I think, uh, you know, just my personal reason for personal reasons, not because I don't want to, I want to go to the movie theater. It's just, you know. I live with my mom. She has pre-existing conditions, and I just don't want to expose her to that. <clears throat> but anyway, so yeah, I'm going to, again, also look for a year-in review, probably. <clears throat> I'll probably do a, a top 10 or top 5 movies of 2020, but I just I have a lot of films that I really want to see first before I make that, so that probably will be not be for a while, um, probably another like month or two, but I don't know. We'll see if how many films I can actually get to make um, a top 10 list. We'll see. I mean, again, I want to watch Tenant. There's other films that I've seen that are probably going to be on the list, but we don't know. I don't really know if they're going to be yet. I don't know. We'll see. I've watched, I've watched a lot of films this year, but I've watched a lot of TV shows too, which I'll probably mention a lot. I'll just kind of do like a year in a 2020 year in review episode. 
So look for that in the future. Um, and yeah, that's kind of um, it. Um, again, I'm going to be trying to like, you know, kind of cut down on like all the animation, like pictures as well, because it was just build up a lot of memory and just it take a lot of time and I would rather get these out to you quicker and more efficiently because I mean you should be looking at my face not some random picture over there but I mean they'll probably still be there I don't know we'll see but we'll see how we uh proceed in the future so with that guys um you know um, Michael, this is Nerd Out Sanctuary. Um, please continue on, you know, listening to me. Leave a review on iTunes, you know, like me on, subscribe on, on Spotify and keep listening to me. I really appreciate it, guys. Um, um, this was probably a really rough episode to listen to or, and watch, but, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, I get better as I keep going and get a little bit more comfortable as I go and get a little bit more comfortable with the set and the lighting and see how that goes. But, uh, with that, guys, uh, that's the episode. That's episode number 26. So look for episode number 27 next week, probably around Thursday, sometime around then, maybe a little bit sooner. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, guys, uh, uh, instead of me rambling for another 15 minutes, I'm just going to end it here. So uh, bye, and uh, catch you guys on the next episode. See ya.